the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Hey, if uh, you were one of those suburban white moms marching behind the banner of Black Lives Matter in 2020, or maybe you were one of those independent voters that bought into the chaos, put your money where your mouth is. 6%, that's, the, that's about the number uh, of uh, black women that comprise the Ohio total population. Yet almost 50% of abortions are performed on black women. And if this issue one amendment passes, that number, raw number of abortions performed in black communities will be staggering. So if Black Lives Matter, put your money where your mouth is today on November 7th and vote no on issue one. Hey, I want to welcome back in a friend of the show, uh, Bob France. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this afternoon, sir? Always a pleasure, Jack. How are you doing? Uh, you know, uh, I'm optimistic, but it might be because we live in a, an echo chamber on social media, and I just don't really know what to expect tonight. How are you feeling about issue one right now? Well, uh, that's an interesting way to say what you just did, um, because I'm pessimistic because of what I see on social media. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I expre- explained this to you earlier <clears throat> that... Um, the rage that the left felt after the Dobbs decision and after Roe was essentially repealed um, was palpable, and it has been so ever since. Um, they're going crazy all over the place saying, fine, if you return it to the states, then we're going to go to every state and every legislature and every, uh, with every opportunity that we can, and we're going to impose even more radical abortion laws. Uh, and they are fired up and they're funded. And that's the biggest key. And you talk about the funding a lot because <clears throat> you're very, very knowledgeable about it. You research it. You report on it for the Ohio Press Network. Um, they're very well funded and they are very, very highly motivated. So them coming out to push forward extreme uh, agendas like this one, the most radical um, pro-abortion amendment uh, or, or, or bill, if you will, you know, if you do it through the legislature in the country, um, they're, they're, they're fanatical about it. And, um, and so I think while we are fanatical about, you know, saving lives and fanatical about proving that we are, you know, uh, human beings that, that value life, all life, including pre-born life, that the eight inches of birth canal shouldn't be the determining factor as to whether or not a child should be allowed to survive or whether it can be torn apart limb from limb. You know, we have a very righteous indignation about it, and we are very righteously, passionately in support of it. But I don't know. If, I, I just don't know, Jack. Uh, I'm reading online, and they are, they are just out in droves. And as I say, they're very well funded in getting their yes uh, defend women's right to choose, defend women's bodily autonomy, get your hands off of our bodies, get your hands out of our uterus, all of these things, Jack. I'm just, um, 
I'm praying is what I'm doing today is I guess the best way that I'll say it. I'm praying that, um, that we have the numbers. Yeah. And they are well-funded. They're, they're funded by Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, Hans-Jörg Wiss, who is the guy who meddled in the August special election. His uh, 1630 fund has dumped millions into this campaign as well. And that in itself should cause Ohioans to step back and go, well, wait a minute. What does Planned Parenthood think about abortion? And, and trans rights. Well, they're, they're hand in glove. They think that abortion should be without limit. They think that parents are uh, a disruption or a burden. And so their rights should be cut out. And Hans-Jörg Viss is a socialist. He's a Soros uh, Marxist globalist. And, and that is who is funding this. Um, but I'm going to, you know, I, let me ask you this then, Bob. What happens Wednesday morning? What happens tomorrow? How do you... How do you see this shaking out? And, and then you wake up tomorrow, everybody's exhausted, but then you, you got to go back at it. Uh, what happens Wednesday morning? Well, I would hope that kind of like in a, in a campaign election where somebody is, you know, in a very, what is expected to be a tight election, you probably write two speeches, one in your left suit pocket and one of your right inside suit pocket. One is a concession speech. One is a victory speech. Uh, in, in a like manner, I would hope that the pro-lifers in the legislature, the pro-lifers in the organizations like Ohio Right to Life and uh, Citizens, uh, or excuse me, um, Center for Christian Virtue and other organizations, are preparing a new constitutional amendment, another one to undo this one. That we have to spend some time, obviously, uh, uh, on the ground doing grassroots work to get the signatures and to try to immediately turn this thing around um, and, and learn from whatever mistakes are made if uh, indeed we do lose this fight and, and this thing passes tonight. Tomorrow morning, um, people should be ready to either automatically introduce the next uh, pr- uh, proposal for, for a constitutional amendment or hopefully reach into the other suit pocket and say, thank you, Ohio, for respecting life. I know one of the things I'll talk about it's going to per- perturb and, and peeve a lot of people is that uh, part of this will be at Jason Stevens' feet because he didn't get out of the gate and get the 60% amendment uh, in action before giving opponents time to you know fund up and message up and create you know some straw man arguments about, well, you just canceled special elections and now you have this one. And so you know there's going to be plenty of blame to spread, I guess, but um, – you know, do you think part of this has anything to do with the fact that there weren't changes to maybe the heartbeat law or that, that legislators didn't say, you know what, we might want to talk about rape and incest uh, as exceptions to the heartbeat law. We might want to do these things. Or do you think it would have mattered? Do you think they're so well-funded and so nefarious and that the press is so in on it, it wouldn't have mattered what Republicans did anyway. This thing was going to going to pass if it does. I think I think the latter more more so, Jack. Because I mean, you know, look, there are exceptions to the heartbeat law. They're they're spelled out by the by the attorney general for crying out loud. There absolutely are uh, exceptions, um, and even if there were no exceptions to the heartbeat law, I have said this repeatedly. A month and a think about all of the things you have done over the last six weeks of your life. Just think about it. In, in Jack Wednesday's life, all the things that you have done, if you have been the victim of a rape or if you had a sexual encounter uh, um, consensually um, and, and it was unprotected or you're concerned that it might be unprotected, over the course of the last six weeks of your life, you probably can find time to pee on a stick. Take a pregnancy test and find out if your last sexual encounter resulted in pregnancy. Six weeks is a long time. It's a month and a half. And especially... 
If you've been sexually assaulted and you were raped and you want to find out, was I impregnated by this forceful act of violence against me? And if I was, I want to terminate that immediately. And you can do that before a heartbeat is detected. Six weeks is not six minutes. It's six weeks. You can find that out. But even after that, there are exceptions to it, Jack. So I just think we are, we are, are, are very secular culture that we have developed that is turned away from God and, and from morality and from a respect for life is where we are now. And there's this rage that they had over Roe being overturned um, is, is going to drive them, regardless of what changes might have been made to any laws that we have here on the books or anything else right now. I just think their rage is we want what we want, when we want it, and we want it without having to explain it. No apology, safe, legal, and rare became any time on demand for my reason. And I don't have to tell you what it is. One of the travesties of this is that it is a constitutional yeah. amendment. It's not a proposed statute. It's not something that would uh, undergo the, the legislative process in the General Assembly where you have these kinds of discussions, where you have proponent and opponent testimony, where you have committees that can amend and slash and add to bills, and then they get to debate it publicly and then go on record with a vote. Um, and, and that is the risk of a constitutional amendment uh, with such a low threshold is that if you have something that's well-funded, um, and you have a press that's on board with it, uh, you can dupe people. I genuinely don't believe that even a majority, I don't think 50% of people want this. I just think they don't know what's in it. Uh, Bob, about 30 seconds left. Anything you want our listeners to know before uh, before we wrap? Well, I, I just posted a video, and I posted it on my Facebook page, and I posted it on your Facebook page, Jack. You'll have to look at it. And I put it on my Twitter feed, and it's a it's a 58-second video with an animated depiction of a second-semester trimester abortion. I'm sorry, second-trimester abortion of a baby about 20 to 22 weeks. That's second trimester. It was narrated by an abortion doctor named Dr. Anthony Levitino. It depicts the reality of what a second, and this is, you can get into the third, the second-semester uh, a, a trimester abortion. Abortion, Jack. If you can watch that before you go to the polls today, if you approve of it, oh yes. If you are grotesquely, or excuse me, if it is grotesque to you and you disapprove of it, then vote no. It's very simple. Watch it before you go to the polls. That's all I'll say for now. Thanks, Bob. And uh, make sure you watch uh, your Facebook feed tonight. We'll have a, a live election coverage podcast. Stay tuned to the Bruce Lee Show, ninety-eight point nine FM, The Answer. Rounding third and heading home, the final segment today of the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer, on this November 7th, Election Day. Uh, I want to remind you of something. The biggest and first bully they encounter is their own parent. And how can kids be safe when their parents are the bullies that indoctrinate kids? How can their kids be safe when the parents are the bullies that indoctrinate their kids? That is Sam Shim. He's a former board member at uh, Worthington Schools. And uh, we're going to turn now back to school board elections because, um, you know, there are people like that who believe that uh, parents have no right and that you're the bullies. uh, And how dare you try to instill the idea that academic excellence is a thing and that uh, there is a right and a wrong and that XX is a woman and XY is a a man uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, But before I go uh, any further down that road, I want to welcome in Laura Ican. Laura, welcome to The Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this afternoon? I am well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Well, I want to talk about Diane Jones, uh, Westerville School Board, uh, and get you to weigh in on her race. 
but I, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Uh, are you familiar with Ed- Educate Ohio Action Fund? And can you tell our listeners anything about Educate Ohio? Oh, wow. You are throwing me for a loop. I am <laughs> not very familiar with okay. that. Would you please educate Yes, me? yes. Well, thank you for the segue. <laughs> uh, educate <laughs> Ohio is a uh, 501c4 created in April that received $150,000 from Educators for Ohio, which is a super PAC. Now, Educate Ohio, according to the Ohio Secretary of State website, is directed by the director of, guess what, Ohio Education Association, which is the biggest teacher union in Ohio, and uh, legal counsel for Ohio Education Association and a political advocacy consultant for Ohio Education Association are on the board at Educate Ohio, and they are running uh, about 100 ads on Facebook leading into Election Day and certainly they're going against people who believe – candidates who believe that parents ought to be involved, that academic excellence ought to be a thing. Um, are, you, are you running up against anything like that in the races you're involved with and, and maybe in Diana Jones' race? Yes. So we need to elect Diane Jones to the Westerville City School District. We are having a lot of trouble with the OEA, the WEA, all of the unions that are involved in the public education system. We all know listening to obviously your show in this network that they want indoctrination through social emotional learning and DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. And I have met with Diane several times. She is against DEI, SEL, and CRT. You know, she's just a mother, a nurse. She's a a person like us who wants to have academic excellence in the Westerville City School District. So we really need to push for her to get elected. Yeah, you know, I talked and I say, yeah, I'm not dismissing that. I I agree. (laughs) Academic excellence matters. Parental involvement matters. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we hear on on the news almost every day that we're in this crisis, this, this, this mental health crisis. But when you look at what's being pushed in our schools, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, yes, they, they welcome you unless you believe in Jesus or unless you're Caucasian. And then you might be part of the problem because they're also teaching you, you know, that America is this, you know, colonial settler country where whites really kind of got it wrong. Capitalism is really evil. And we wonder why our kids are coming unglued and unhinged. It, isn't it time to return to reading, writing, math, and, and science? Yes, we are. We have gone so many years off the spectrum. We need to get back on and just focus on the basics. And instead of the unions telling us what to do or how to parent our children, right, need to take their brains back if you have not and educate your child and put them into a school that you can trust, know, and understand the curriculum. And I know Diane also wants the curriculum transparency. <clears throat> yeah, that's super important. And, and by the way, I'm going to even tell voters and, and listeners this. It's important to understand the curriculum, but it's also important to be involved because one of the things we uncovered at the Ohio Press Network over the last year and four different investigative reports is that schools go, well, we're not teaching critical race theory. And, and then we have somebody on video going, well, yeah, we teach it. We just call it something different. And if they outlaw right. it in curriculum, then we're just going to teach it in extracurriculars. We'll teach it at story time. This stuff is going on. And unless you are involved and unless you have a bird dog on the school board who understands what to look for, um, you're going to fight an uphill battle, right? That's correct. Yes. 
So I started Moms for Liberty Delaware County, and that is our goal is to focus on parental rights and educating parents on what is happening in the school system or your school district and even throughout the state of Ohio. So we have to get back to parents and, like you said earlier, just going back to the basics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you have other schools around the world that are teaching kids math and and STEM and, uh, you know, we're worried about making sure they understand what a cis is or what a trans is or what I mean. And and look, by the way, I want to go on record and say if, if a parent wants to teach things at home, the parent has the right to do that. But when you cross the line and tell parents, um, well, we're not teaching this stuff and you are teaching it and and you put it above the value of reading, writing, math, the things that students really need to learn, that's when it becomes problematic, right? Are you still there? Sorry, that was a question. (laughs) That was a question wrapped in the statement. Now, by the way, um, Laura Ican, you're, you're with Moms for Liberty. We've got about 30 seconds here. Explain to our listeners what Moms for Liberty is, because if you if you read a mainstream media story, um, you're going to get quite a <laughs> a perverted yeah. and twisted view of what Moms for Liberty is. Well, I promise the Southern Poverty Law Center has it all wrong. Like, how could they be wrong? <laughs> yeah. So we stand for really educating uh, parental rights. We are not for indoctrination. We stand up for the parental rights at all levels of the government. We are joyful warriors, and we want to get the system back on track because not only is it our children and all future generations that we need to be thinking of and fighting for. And do not stop the fight. Be peaceful and be joyful. And you're, you're backing Diane Jones, Westerville School Board. Tell our listeners before we go where they can learn more about Moms for Liberty and specifically Moms for Liberty, Delaware County. Oh, thank you. Yes, we are uh, backing Diane Jones. She has been endorsed. I have to plug this in really fast. If you are in Westerville, you must only vote for Diane Jones. Just vote for one candidate. If you would like to reach me, Laura, I can at Moms for Liberty. The email address is moms the number four liberty delaware at gmail.com or if you want to go to the national site momsforliberty.org excellent laura thank you for spending time with us today on the bruce woolley show and thank you for all the work that you're doing in delaware county thank you jack and thanks to you you are wonderful god bless you thank you for those kind words and god bless you and thank you for listening today to 98.9 fm the answer it's election day it's november 7th And when I'm in here tomorrow, we're going to be breaking it down. We're going to be doing the postmortem on issue one and issue two in several school board races. And uh, I'm going to encourage you, if you have not already, make sure you go vote. And if you have not already, send a text message to five other people and encourage them to get out to vote. Um, Issue one is weighing heavy on my heart. Uh, I'm praying that it fails. And uh, I'm praying that you're praying that it fails and that you're voting Uh, No for that, as well as no on on issue two. And yes, for parents and board candidates that put academics first, parental involvement, wise use of tax dollars, uh, and trades at the forefront. Thanks for listening today to The Bruce Woolley Show. I'll be back tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.